the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Now let's turn to reconciliation to the uh, poorly named Inflation Reduction Act, which is not about inflation, reduces nothing. It actually raises taxes and spending and isn't an action. It's a retreat by Senator Manchin, a collapse, actually. Uh, if if you get Senator Sinema, if they get Senator Sinema to go along, or if you get Senator Sinema to become a Republican or stop his nonsense, nightmare, actually, it'll fail. But if it doesn't, it goes to Votorama. Senator Toomey and I discussed Votorama is a largely symbolic exercise that I'd like to see the Republicans turn into a statement of core key issues with three, four, five amendments at most that focuses the mind on uh, spending for the Navy underwater in the Pacific, on education, getting rid of divisive issues, K through eight, and building charter schools, both public and private. And then finally, building nuclear power plants. I think those would all pass the parliamentarian birdbath. What do you think is going to happen? What amendments would you like to see the GOP focus on? Hugh, before we get to the voterama, just let me say, um, only, only Joe Biden and liberal Democrats could say that taxing and spending hundreds of billions of dollars more when inflation is at record high and the country just entered a recession is a good idea. I'm not sure why Joe Manchin flip-flopped on his position. I haven't had a chance to talk to him about it, but the 700-page bill was probably the longest suicide note in the history of West Virginia. Um, And it's going to do nothing to help the Democrats this fall because the American people know that higher taxes in a recession and more spending with record high inflation is insanity. Um, now, on the amendment process, well, first off, I think you have to wait until Senator Sinema announces whether she supports the bill as written or wants it amended. And then second, if she does want amendments, I would strongly uh, uh, believe that we need to work with her to try to change the bill to the greatest extent possible. And you outlined some of the possibilities there. There are some procedural niceties we have to go through, but uh, some of the core provisions of the bill I think you uh, you highlighted that we could probably get uh, her vote on, and we would then see if whether the far-left progressives like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and the squad over in the House of Representatives want to, vo- want to vote for a bill that's been changed substantially um, with the votes of uh, 50 Republicans and Senator Sinema, and maybe, maybe a few of those Republicans or a few of those Democrats who are going to have to face the music 14 weeks from tonight uh, we'll, we'll change their mind. Senator, let's go to the easiest one. You're not really uh, serious about climate change. You're not really green unless you're pro-nuclear power. As Bill Gates, of all people, has now argued, safe, effective fifth-generation nuclear plants are not a part of this bill. So it's not a serious effort to stop global warming. It's not a serious effort yeah, to reduce CO2. Yeah. For decades, um, green climate activists, um, have opposed nuclear uh, energy for, for no good reason. And there's even less good reason now, uh, given that the latest uh, advances in nuclear technology 
make nuclear reactors um, easier to build, safer than they ever have been. They've always been very safe and creates um, many fewer concerns uh, about nuclear waste, storage and disposal. Um, And nuclear power is the only carbon free source of reliable, affordable baseload power. You know, you, you can have things like wind and you can have solar if you want. But when the wind doesn't blow and the sun doesn't shine or solar panels are covered with snow, you have to have a reliable base of power. That's what things like coal and natural gas provide. It's also what nuclear energy provides. And you're not serious about uh, dealing about reducing carbon emissions unless you're serious about increasing nuclear power. I would add you're not really serious unless you're serious about increasing American natural gas as well. The main reason why carbon emissions have declined in America for 15 years is that we've discovered how to remove tight gas formations from the ground through the combination of hydraulic fracturing and directional drilling, both of which liberal Democrats oppose at almost every turn. Now, Senator, I want to turn to the, the headline of the morning. Zawahiri is dead and Americans are happy. But as I said to Brett Baer last night, you can hold two thoughts. The, the collapse of the American effort in Afghanistan is still a tragedy. And killing Zawahiri is still a good thing. We don't have to give up any critique as we approach the anniversary of that debacle because they got a drone strike in. I want to congratulate American intelligence, American military for executing that plan and to President Biden for pulling the trigger. He had to okay it. And I'm glad that he did. But it still does not make anything other than obvious. Zawahiri's on a balcony in Kabul. I mean, my God, he wasn't there for 20 years. Hugh, I I think that last point is the key point, and it just proves out what you and I and so many others said a year ago during the Afghanistan fiasco, is that the Taliban had no intention of breaking ties with its terrorist partners. And the fact that the head of al-Qaeda felt comfortable and safe just kind of strolling around in downtown Kabul with his family and senior operatives going to and fro indicates exactly what we suggested at the time would happen, has happened, that the Taliban has welcomed al-Qaeda back and has given them safe haven and support. And it's a really dangerous thing that's happening there. Uh, and more, uh, one member of al-Qaeda, well, that's justice for everything back to the African embassy bombings up to the present day. But there are more of him standing in line and ready to take over. Senator, I want to talk about Speaker Pelosi because the White House has been weak here. Speaker Pelosi is going to do the right thing and go to Taiwan. I was afraid for a while she was going to cancel the visit. What do you think of the White House's belated sort of half-hearted warning that the Chinese should not mess with our leader of our House of Representatives, of which you are an alum? Um, It it is belated and it's half-hearted, and it's another example of Joe Biden's weakness. Look, Speaker Pelosi's trip to Taiwan is perfectly in keeping with 40 years of custom and practice in our relationship with Taiwan. As a general rule of thumb, executive branch officials have not traveled to Taiwan since we established diplomatic relations with Beijing. However, legislators in both chambers and both parties have long traveled there. Xi Jinping knows these things. I was in Taiwan a few years back with a large number uh, of senators on a military aircraft, which you, as you know, is not a fighter jet or a, a bomber. It is a commercial airplane that is owned by the military, commercial passenger airplane owned by the military, specifically to transport government officials around. Xi Jinping sends his weakness, though, from Joe Biden, and he wants to try to grab everything he can. So he's trying to redefine 
this part of our status quo relationship with Taiwan. And because if he thinks he can get away with this, he'll just move on to the next thing. That's why it's so important that we not back down. And so, so disappointing that Joe Biden made it an issue to begin with. Taiwan always beats its chest, always issues threats and condemnations when American legislators travel to China. The difference this time is Joe Biden took the bait. He said that the military didn't want her to go. He leaked her trip. The administration pressured her. He's the one that elevated this into uh, such a tense situation. All right, Senator, I want to close with Ukraine. I'm asking my listeners to donate to Food for the Poor's Help Ukraine program over at HughHewitt.com, the uh, yellow and blue banner. Uh, reconciliation is an opportunity as well. If it descends into the regular Rotorama to do things like send more HIMARS to, uh, uh, to Ukraine, is Joe Biden sending enough to Ukraine? No, he's not. He never has. Uh, he's been caught uh, flat-footed from the very beginning, um, going back to late last year, uh, continuing to tell Vladimir Putin what we won't do as opposed to just doing what we want to do and continuing to be a day late on a dollar short in the kinds of weapons we've delivered there. Look, the, the fighting has largely turned into a stalemate in eastern Ukraine right now because the long-range artillery we've sent there is working. Imagine what, where we'd be if we'd sent it there three months ago when it was clear that the fighting was shifting from northern Ukraine in an effort to take Kiev into a kind of grinding war of attrition in the east. Uh, Russia might not have seen the advances that they've achieved over those last three months. We need to back Ukraine to the hilt so they can fight a war to defend their own territory, and we don't have to fight a war to defend NATO territory or other American interests. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.